So what did this skippily and so what a omnes welcome again to another episode of Latin and Layman's, which is going to be a little different today because we're not going to be doing myths. We're going to be doing some etymologizing. And what I decided to do was just basically get a bunch of really interesting words and dive into the history as well as the etymology of said word. If you're curious, I would love to have you stick with me as I go through this list of words. Quite a large list that I made here. We'll see if I get through it all. We'll see if I don't. We'll see if I make it into part one and part two. But with that being said, would love to have a little bit of support because what I've realized is that I just don't really understand what's going on with Spotify for podcasters. So I just kind of, I'm making it so that... It's saying that like you can be a subscriber. I would really appreciate it if you you know consider that if your soul is ever moved to do so. I do all of this stuff. It all comes from my noggin and it's all free content. I'm not really asking for much because I'm never going to make a paywall on this kind of stuff, but there is the added option of being a subscriber to this podcast. I do believe. Um in which case I would very much appreciate it because uh, your boy, over the course of like uh, six months with this podcast, because it's just been really wonky and whatnot, I'm just going to let you guys know. Like this is, I'm, I'm straight up like the last, hey, um, the, uh, the last payout that I had from TikTok, you know, because everything has died down. Guess what? Nine bucks. That's what I. Uh, that's what I like to tell my students who are like, I want to be TikTok famous, like you, Mister Connerly. And I'm like, well, can you can you live off of nine dollars a month? No, no one can. So, um, yeah, two eighty one is currently what I've been uh, I've made from the podcast, but that was from, uh, I think, listener support ship or whatever they call it. So if your soul is moved to do so, I would appreciate it. Or just leaving a little tip on Ko-Fi or being a part of my Patreon. Um, When you are a part of my Patreon, I am more communicative and responsive to questions, comments, concerns. You can email me, DM me, and I'll be more responsive with those individuals because, uh, well, I haven't really considered what I'm going to be doing in the future to make my Patreon more of a... But, you know, it's just patronage. It's just paying homage to the fact that I have done so much of this hard-earned work. And uh, I really have never asked for anything. I mean, until now, really. And I'm not really trying to ask for anything. I'm not asking for handouts. I'm not asking for that kind of stuff. I'm just asking for you to consider, for you to consider supporting me a little bit more. That's all. Because at the end of the day, working full-time, aka full-time is overtime all the time as a, you know, a teacher and all these other things, uh, as well as dealing with some health issues that are arising because of my stupid job that just taxes my body to the nth degree and my autoimmune stuff starts to arise because of it and then complication. Yeah. Anyways, my job is destroying me and I'm trying to, uh, you know what? Let's just be honest. Secondary teaching is not what I see myself doing forever. No, 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 no. It's stagnation, in my opinion. And I deal with too many liars, at least in my, the, the politicians for my high school admin. 
you know who, if you know who, if you know me. That being said, um, you can also, I've only had one of my actual Rockin' Awesome Patreon supporters and uh, Madeline. Uh, she has left quite a few uh, voice recordings that I love. I love having those. So um, I'll be embedding those in the near future because um, really it can just be responses. They can be also questions. If you think about like other podcasts that have had people call in and do questions and that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. Consider it. Whatever. I would love to hear your voice. You hear mine all the time. I'm sure, you know, I'm tired of hearing my voice. I don't want to hear my voice. I want to hear your guys' voice. And then we can start having a conversation a little bit more. Maybe we can start entertaining um, calls and stuff like that. I had someone reach out to me a while back when I was really inundated with a lot of work. And she had been a prior Latin student. And she had the idea of which I need to reach out to. Hopefully she's listening to this, but um, she wanted to do basically interviews with, um, it was a, a segment she had an idea about. I'll actually pull it on up here real quickly in my Gmail here. Where is it? Um, oh, it's got to be in the the Rhetoric Revolution Gmail. Got to do that. Yeah, so she uh, interviewing basically bad Latin student, uh, students. And shout out Tori, Tori Lemons. Um, I'm sorry I haven't gotten back to you in a while. I, I watched your video and um, you are awesome. I would love to start collaborating on this. And now that I have a little bit more time, maybe. But that being said, I feel like two weeks is just never enough time. And then I'm back to work and then I'm inundated with so much stuff. And alas. So I don't want to belabor the point. I don't want to say anything other than that. But hey, if you ever want to support me a little bit more than you already have or whatever, then I, w I would... I would really appreciate it. I really would. Um, shout out to those that have supported me in the past via Ko-Fi and such. Um, is going to be um, like Aya and Madeline and Tor um, Taylor, actually. One of my also people that I work with tutoring and stuff like that. Slash instructing slash, you know, we're just learning together um, and all that good stuff. So. With that being said, I'm just going to leave it there. I'm going to keep on doing it as a one-off here, going to our first word, which is, <clears throat> excuse me, acrobat. It comes from the word acri, coming from acron, essentially meaning tip or edge, and the verb veino or wino, veino, I don't know, really, in the Greek, which means to walk. So an acrobat means essentially someone who walks on the edge, often on tiptoe, essentially. So to walk on edge, to walk on tiptoe, essentially is what acrobat means. Cemetery. Well, a lot of Greek words used in English like to disguise themselves as Old French and or Latin. Don't let looks deceive you, though, because this example actually comes from the Greek word koimeim, which means to sleep. Um, which is also the root of another word, koimitrion. Um, I'm not sure if that's exactly how you pronounce it, but it's spelled K-O-I-M-I-T-I-R-I-O-N, which refers to dormitory, right? Cemetery is where you're just sleeping. But kind of consider it a little creepy that we call our final places of rest dormitories for the dead. <laughs> but whatever. How about cynicism? 
Cynicism comes from the Greek word kinikos, which means dog-like, actually. Um, this is because cynics, which is a school of ancient Greek philosophy, were known for their simple ascetic lifestyles and their often outspoken criticism of social conventions in general. They were often compared to dogs, who were seen as independent and untamed creatures back in the day. In fact, the cynics were founded by um, and ties, I don't know how to pronounce his name, I forget. He was a student of Socrates, um, and he believed that the only true good was virtue and that everything else was just a distraction, essentially. So he argued that people should live in accordance with nature, which meant rejecting material possessions, social status, and even family ties. So there you go. The most famous cynic was Diogenes of Sinope or Sinope, Diogenes uh, lived in a barrel and begged for food. Sounds like Grover. <laughs> I think that's Grover, right, from uh, Sesame Street? Correct me if I'm wrong. He was known for his sharp wit and his willingness to challenge conventional wisdom. He uh, once famously told Alexander the Great to get out of my son. Uh, when the king came to visit him because apparently he was blocking the sun. So the cynics were a minority movement, but they had a significant influence on later philosophers such as the Stoics and the Epicureans. Their ideas about virtue, simplicity, and independence continue really to be relevant to today. There's a big, huge Stoicism movement now, but I think it's being kind of curtailed to uh, fit this trope of... Uh, sigma male mentality and i just learned what sigma male was and it makes me cringe because it's like these guys think that they're tortured souls and that they can only be alone and nobody understands them and i'm just gonna work out and skip around you know i'm hard i'm a hardcore parkour i'm bruce wayne i'm ryan gosling from drive i don't talk i don't emote i'm stoic Democracy, our next word. Ah, good old democracy is something that we definitely don't live with in our country, right? It's definitely more of a representative government, especially when we look and kind of see the whole electoral college kind of dealio thing and the fact that, well, we're represented by electoral votes that aren't really representation of us because um, I know that the, the electoral college is actually dependent upon the amount of... I was actually doing this with one of, one of my, uh, my my kids that I tutor in person. Shout out Logan, my brother. He's a homie G. We got him playing hockey again. I'm raw, I'm happy about that. We got him playing hockey again. Anyways, um, but we were talking about this stuff because we were studying for his finals, and I love that's what I love about tutoring, even subjects that you know it's been a while, is that I relearn things that I hadn't learned in a while, and you know. What am I always saying? Hope you learn something new. So yeah, I think it's that's a fun time. It's a good time. So um, so yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm trying to remember. I think it's made of the the Senate, and okay, we're gonna type it in. Alrighty, according to a uh, government for dummies, because I am definitely a dummy, what determines how many electoral votes 
a state has in the electoral college or gets in the electoral college, the number of federal representatives a state has, the number of senators a state has, the number of house representatives a state has, an electoral vote is given for every 500,000 people. That's not democracy, you guys. Demos means people. Crassy means the rulership of. In this case, we're only being represented by a few, okay? It's not by the majority, right? The, the Electoral College was created way back when, when people were out in the way back boonies that couldn't get to the actual metropolitan places to, uh, to cast in their votes, so then people would basically stand in place for them. But uh, seldom do we need that now because we have a means of transportation that can get us to metropolitan places a lot easier, even if you are in the boonies. Dinosaur. I mean, how would you describe a dinosaur? Pretty, pretty scary, in my opinion. I mean, fear, fear inspiring. I don't know. In fact, the name that we get comes from the Greek words danos, which means terrible, and saura, which means lizard. So terrible lizard is what dinosaur means. Europe, according to ancient Greek mythology, Europe was a mythological princess, Europa, right? With big, beautiful eyes, a trait reflected in the very origins of her name. Euros, broad, and ops, eye, broad eye. When the god Zeus laid his own eyes on her, it was love at first sight, just like with Zeus, well, it does about a lot of other people, too. He quickly transformed himself into a white bull and spirited her off into a faraway land uh, that we now call Europe. So that's where we get that term. If you're there right now, check your wallet for some change. Greece has since immortalized the story on its own national version of the two euro coin. So if you got a euro, pull it out, check it out, skip it a beep it a bop. Galaxy. This one's a fun one. People never think about this one. Galaxy. Now, now that we're on the subject, many Greek words in English have mythological origins. Galaxy, aka the Milky Way, comes from the Greek word for milk, gala, hmm? like galactose. According to the myth, the Milky Way was created by Zeus's baby son, Heracles. After he tried suckling on his mom's milk while he slept, when Hera woke up to discover that she was breastfeeding an infant that was not her own, she pushed the child away, causing her milk to spurt into the universe, creating the Milky Way. There it is. That's where you get the ideological myth, myth of the Milky Way, the galaxy gala, meaning milk. Hermaphrodite. I find this one to be a very interesting one. Speaking of the gods, Hermaphrodite, in fact, was the god of Hermes and Aphrodite, hmm, who apparently couldn't be bothered with finding a new name for their child. <laughs> so they kind of just put it together. Hermes plus Aphrodite equals Hermaphrodite. As the most handsome man in the world, Hermaphrodite became an object of affection for the, the, for the nymph Salmachis. All right. After wishing for eternal love, the gods answered her prayers by joining the two lovers in one body. That's where you get the term hermaphrodite. And what is what what is a hermaphrodite in our day and age? If you didn't know, while I do a little bit of a clicking, just to make sure that I say the correct meaning without being, um, you know, it really just refers to having both male and female sex organs. That's what a hermaphrodite is. Um, I think we're seeing this much more often now. 
um, in our biology. Um, and in an adjectival form, it can be denoting an organism having both those set male and female sex um, reproductive organs. So if you didn't know, now you know. Um, you know, similar words would be something like intersex, for instance, or um, androgynous, right? Andro means man. Gyne means woman. Hmm, man, woman. Interesting, right? That's why I love words because you just understand them more and you see where they come from. They come from history. They come from, and they hearken from a time way back that was trying to suss out ideological, or I mean, things that were unexplainable and ideological myths helped to explain the unexplainable. How about marathon? Because thousands of long distance foot races take place every year around the world called marathons. And officially a marathon is 42.1 kilometers, I believe, which is half of that essential, well, near half, um, which is 26.1 miles. In a nod to the actual distance between the two Greek cities. The two Greek cities that I'm referring to is embedded in the legend that it, that is um, 490 BCE. I think that's correct. Uh, hmm. I think. Let me check. Well, either way, um, I was correct. Nice job, me. Never really good at dates. I just have a good idea on where things should be. Phidippes ran all the way from Athens from a battlefield in Marathon to announce to the world that the Persians had been defeatedly defeated bleh, at the aptly named Battle of Marathon. After his victorious announcement, he collapsed and died. In 2010, Greece celebrated the battle's 250th year jubilee with, you guessed it, a marathon. What about marmalade? Although English took the word from Portuguese, actually, you can trace it further back to the Greek word meli, which means honey, and milo, which means apple, honey apple. Some sources say that the ancient Greeks liked cooking quinces, marmelos in Portuguese, with honey. Melancholy. This common Greek word used in English has somewhat of a bizarre or etymological origin, in my opinion. Uh, it comes from the Greek word melas, which is black, like melanin, and kole, which is bile. Um, it was thought, and once thought, and sometimes still thought nowadays, that when your spleen produces an excess amount of black bile, you feel gloomy. This belief really is rooted in the ancient Greek school of medicine called humorism, which is hypothesized that the body fluids, aka humors, are directly influenced by a person's mood. How about music? Because music literally means art of the muses. Mm-hmm. The nine Greek goddesses who presided over the arts and sciences. The concept of a museum, museum, People give me a crap for saying museum and pronouncing it like that. I think I do it fine. It was originally intended to be a shrine for the muses, actually. What about narcissism? I know that we've talked about this one before, but why don't we talk about it again? Because narcissism comes from the Greek, the ancient Greek mythological figure, Narcissus. 
a young man who fell in love with himself when he saw his reflection in a lake. One nymph who fell passionately in love with him withered away into nothingness when uh, he ignored her, uh, leaving no trace behind but her voice. Her name was Echo. Panic. The word panic actually comes from the Greek uh, goat god Pan, who spread terror among nymphs like Echo in the wilderness. Panic. It just came out of the out of out of nothing. Panic. In the woods. Phobia. What about phobia? Coming from another word for terror. Phobia is an irrational fear, and there are many strange phobias with names also derived from Greek. Um. You know, uh, lots of phobias. How about planet? I don't know why I decided to do a phobia. I mean, I could arachnophobia, trapophobia, skibbity bibbity bob phobia. I don't know. Uh, planet, though, is another one that I wanted to get into, which was another word for the heavens, because planet comes from the Greek verb planoima. Plan Omega. I don't know. Help me out, you guys. If you guys know Greek better than me, help me out. P L A N O M A I, which means to wander. Um, to the ancient Greeks, planets were simply wandering stars. Sarcasm from the Greek word flesh, sarks, like sarcophagus or sarcolemma or sarcomere or sarcopenia. Sarcasm describes the metaphorical act of stripping one's flesh off with a sneering comment. How about schizophrenia? Combining the word schizen, which means to split, and frain, which means mind, the meaning of this particular Greek word is used in English and is pretty much self-explanatory. Schizophrenia, a split mind. How about psychophen? Unfortunately, the origin of this example is a little bit obscure, but I thought it was kind of cool, as no one really knows for sure where it comes from. One story ties it to the word psycho, which means fig, and the verb phainin, which means to show. This is where we get epiphany as well. Epi means upon, phainin means to show. And epiphany is an upon showing, or epi can mean after, like epilogue, for instance. But getting back to, well, what phainin is with psychophant, back when stealing and exporting figs was considered a crime because back in the day it actually was. People who informed those on those breaking this particular law were called psychophants. Of course, the meaning of the word has changed a lot since then. It now gives name to uh, insincere flatterers, essentially. I don't know. But oddly enough, there was a crime back in the day when stealing and exporting figs was a big deal. Um, one of my students, she's rocking awesome, Helen, she gave me figs um, uh, amongst a, a couple other things for Christmas. And uh, she she knew because she did a little research. She's really cute. Um, where uh, Romans shared figs at the turning of the new year. And uh, you know what? Figs are a delicacy in a way. And I love me some figs. Not going to lie. Dried figs, dankity dank. And I don't know. I feel like they're pretty good for you. Don't at me. How about tele plus word, right? Like telephone, telepathy, telegram, tell... 
Lemeter. I don't know. There are scores, in fact, of Greek words used in English that start with the word tele. It's a prefix denoting distance. A telephone carries your voice across a distance. A telescope helps you see far off places. And the telegraph lets you send long distance messages. There you go. Last one that we're going to do, thespian. Thespian is a fancy word for an actor, especially a theater actor. The name comes from Thespis himself. And that person is a 6th century BCE ancient Greek poet who was said to be the first person to ever appear on stage as an actor. Skibbidibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibibib